What's up everybody, let's spin some yarn. So uh, I'm gonna do this one not driving because I wanna get the audio quality good for it and I owe you guys an episode and I haven't gotten that far yet. I am working on the outline for, uh, I'm basically mushing together uh, ego and humility because they're I think they're linked and so I think that'll make a better topic. Uh, so that outline is in progress. But uh, today, so I just left a meeting and it, and it, was, a, it was an interesting topic and experience for me uh, because I think we all take a lot for granted, uh, and that's why a lot of conflict happens. I think a lot of conflict is born from things we assume and things we take for granted. And with the context of leadership development that we discuss on this podcast, one of the things that I think I took for granted among some of the leaders that I work with was basic leadership development. So leadership that I sit in a room with at the level that I'm at now is pretty senior leadership from the context of a junior sailor. I mean, these are department heads, O4s, E8s, E9s. So the, the, the conversations that I'm having in these rooms, they're pretty high level planning and, and management of personnel and, and, uh, leadership plays a role in that. It's not like we're sitting around talking about leadership development. I mean, we do that, uh, especially as chiefs and I went to some really amazing uh, training for Perspective Cobs recently where it wasn't anything spectacular. It was just a bunch of salty old Cobs and CMC sitting around in a circle having this conversation. It was really cool. Got a lot out of it. Uh, got me pumped up the other day. But uh, the meetings that happen, what I, what I find is a lot of times there are things that I assume and take for granted about what I do as a leader to ensure my people are taken care of that I don't think ever got taught to a lot of the leaders that I work with. Um, it, the biggest problem area that I see is actually, uh, is, is a lot of the officers that they're not first tour officers. They've been around for a while. They're, they're department heads. Um, and I think we take for granted a little bit that there's just things they should know that they don't. Uh, there are skill sets they should have that they don't. There are concepts that they should have built into them by now so that they don't have to consciously think about it as part of their daily process. And they don't. And uh, it's part of my job as a senior chief, right, to develop these officers and to teach them these things. But it becomes increasingly difficult when they've been validated by promotions and put into positions of increased trust. It's harder and harder to get through to these people um, because they they transition. Officers, by their very nature, transition in their career from being junior junior sailors and junior officers in a senior leader so that relationship naturally transitions between the chief and the officer from me being more of a teacher mentor and even leader to them to being more of uh an advisor and teammate almost and a lot you know I, I with my vast experience I can advise them on certain things and share that experience with them but as they advance a lot of times the officers you work with have you know equivalent experience in the officer ranks or close to it right 
So they start to, and, and rightfully so, start to think that they they know what they're doing and, and they know what they should be doing and that, you know, that, that then ego starts creeping in. And I'll talk to, talk to that on uh, episode 2-6. But uh, the ego starts creeping in. They're like, well, you don't have anything to teach me anymore. I, I'm, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm a, I'm a lieutenant commander or a commander, right? Um, and... What I find is the things that we take for granted, like basic planning, just proactive planning, um, aggressively communicating things so that your sailors can plan their life and so that your sailors know what the priorities are and so that they can get the work done and go home, right? Some of the basic principles of leadership are not to be taken as a given. Uh, I, it blew my mind what happened at this meeting. We were talking about essentially failing to accomplish something at a command level. Um, there was a bunch of command level programs, one of which was a recognition program for officers that just got dropped, right? So as a result, the opportunity to recognize one of those officers got dropped. And that's a big deal, right? We want to reward our sailors at every opportunity. Uh, there, are, There's someone there that merits that recognition and that recognition could have positively reinforced their performance and, and done a lot for them. But now, now we don't get to do that. And that person who put all that work in doesn't get to compete. That's a big deal. And rightfully, CO got pretty spun up about it. He was upset that that opportunity was missed. And it got tracked down to, we're not managing the programs, we're not tracking everything as a command that we should be in the ways that we should be, right? And, and I'm a department chief, so at my department level, everything was getting tracked. I, I've got what we call a tickler. I've got my Outlook calendar. I've got my book, my pocket brain, as people call it. Uh, I have daily discussions with my department head, my supply officer, uh, on what the priorities are, what we're tracking, what the closest alligator of the boat is, what we're doing about it. Do we need to push a deadline out? Blah, 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 right? Like, we're very, very good at communicating with each other, holding each other accountable, uh, you know, poking each other when we need to about, hey, where's this, where's that, where's the other thing to make sure that nothing gets dropped. And we do a really good job with it. Um, and we we do that aggressively to the point where, I mean, there are times where she gets on my nerves. But it's good because she's holding me accountable. Um, she's making sure that I'm on top of stuff. I do the same thing to her and I get on her nerves and that's just the way that works. But it's, it's a process that works to make sure that everything is, is tracked taken care of, completed, planned, communicated, etc. right? I took for granted that everyone else was doing this, and a lot of the department chiefs were doing it. I don't know that we were doing it in the way that we should as a command, even if we had collectively pulled all those departmental trackers together, right? I don't think everything got caught um, because there are collateral duties farmed out to a lot of different people, and it's kind of, you know... It's not my not my issue, not my problem, so I'm not thinking about it, and not in a bad way. It's just I've got a million other things to do, so I'm not thinking about someone else's program that I'm not part of in any way, shape, or form, supervisory or, or direct contact or, or anything. And, and those are the things that were the issue, right? So we, we were discussing that, and in discussing it, I learned that there are a lot of folks in these leadership positions that just don't understand how to be anything other than reactive and that we take that for granted. I, I'm sitting there talking to my uh, cob and we're both looking at each other dumbfounded. But as I think about it, 
I mean, it kind of traces itself all the way back to the premise of this podcast to begin with is that leadership development doesn't happen the way that it should. And I just the myriad of problems that could be solved by the Navy plugging that gap, just I, I can't even the list is endless. Like I the the primary and tertiary benefits of doing that just would melt my brain. And this is one of them. I, I've got department head level people. And some, some of the chiefs, too. I mean, it's not like this is exclusively an officer problem. That basic proactivity and planning is not automatic. And, and it should be. And that's what, what I have trouble understanding is that we're just reacting to everything. We're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants sometimes. Going from one fire to another, putting them out, and then clocking out at the end of the day. And wondering why we're constantly getting bitten and why we're constantly getting hemmed up by leadership and why we can never seem to get the stack on our desk to to go away and why, you know, we're constantly missing things. So the big takeaway for me is just know that you can't take any of these things for granted and you're never, ever done learning ever. Like I, I get excited about the opportunities to learn from people. I learn all the time. I learned from that peacock training and it was amazing and I get excited about it and you should too. You should always get excited about an opportunity to learn and get better because not only are you developing and maturing and getting better, but the people you lead are going to benefit from that new tool in your toolbox. And I feel like as we get validated by awards and promotions and positions as we advance through our career, we start to shut our brains off. We start to shut ourselves down, primarily based on ego, uh, to the possibility of learning, the possibility of getting better, the possibility that the way I do it might not be the best way of doing it, and that's okay. Because you might be able to teach me a better way, and I, and I can get better as a result. And that's okay, that's good. That's something that should be encouraged and consistently sought out. The fact that sailors suffer as a result of our just bullheadedness, of our stubborn inability to to be okay and be humble and just learn and, and know that that's okay, to be okay with change, I got it. It frustrates me and it was surprised me. In this meeting today, I was really surprised with the conversation that got had and that when I brought up the concepts that I did and the solutions that I did, I got looked at like I was crazy. And I, it was confusing. And I had a conversation with my cop about that after the fact that, you know, I, that shouldn't have been an alien concept to anybody in the room, but it was. So what are we going to do about that? Um, and so that's problem next. Uh, so I just want to get that one out of my brain really quick. Uh, that, that was something that literally just happened. Um, surprised me, thought it was something I could talk about. And it's going to tie very much into the next, uh, the next episode, which is really the next thing I want to post. Uh, is episode 26. It's going to be ego versus uh, humility in the dichotomy there uh, and, and how you can use ego positively and then uh, obviously the many, many benefits to humility and how it can make us better leaders as a result. So uh, that's what I got for you today. I'm really pumped to be getting a little bit of contact, content trickling out. I've been busier than I thought I would be, but it's going to slow down a little bit, uh, which will allow me to uh, knock some stuff out. And then I'm going to take some leave. Uh, so I'll have some time to do a little bit more um, that I talked about in the uh, State of the Union thing. So 
Uh, that's what I got for you today. I hope everything's going out great. For everybody that advanced, congratulations. Uh, if not, keep pushing. Go back and listen to this so I didn't get promoted episodes and uh, and keep pushing and keep studying, keep working towards that because you're going to get there. It, it doesn't mean you're not doing the right things. It's just it's a quota-driven system, unfortunately. So uh, just keep working at it and make sure that you're at the top of the list so the next time, you know, you're, you're on that list. Uh, but for those that advanced, congratulations. Enjoy it. I'm proud of you. I'm sure a lot of your mentors are as well. And that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much. Keep charging out there and don't give up the ship. 